baseball. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Touchdown, Kansas City! I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. Boom! Come on, Lenny! Pump it in there, baby! Welcome to the Wrong Kind of Podcast. Week 5, Foosball Review. So, pro tip. If you're at a Monday night football game and you want to send pictures of the football game to your pals, Mm -hmm. make sure your pals don't have Android phones because the fucking pictures ain't going to go through. You got to send them to your friends with iPhones and then have them send them. Yeah. I got you. Mm -hmm. That's where uh, the green arrows, where pictures and gifts go to die. That's right. So, hold on. What's up, dude? Hold on. That's uh, Brian. He's here for week five. What's up? So you got an iPhone, you send it to somebody else with an iPhone, and then they can send it to somebody with an Android? So he was pushing the frustration off on me. Well, I was at Arrowhead Stadium with 76,000 people, so you already have an issue with uh, bandwidth, right? So add that on top of uh, inferior platform of the Samsung phone, and how many times out of 10 do you think when we send a picture or something to a group that it doesn't make it? 20%? Oh, I'd say it's more. It's fifty-fifty. I think, and it's a factual thing because I have. There's this group of four of us, the Dad Squad, which we haven't killed anybody in a long time. No. We need to get back to killing. Are we waiting on the new game to come out or something? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know what we're waiting. Football on. season, I think. Fuck the killing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, there's a group of four of us, the Dad Squad, and that consists of uh, Earl of the Cones and uh, Earl of the Pipe and Yancey and myself, and. Uh, one of us has a green bubble. Well, I can take the green bubble out and send it to the other two guys every time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know if you guys experience the same thing being Samsung people. If you are in a Samsung group and then there's one iPhone dude in there. do you Have you ever experienced that? I don't get in a lot of group chats. Mm, it's good fucking. You're smart. Because <laughs> then sometimes a couple of them have some kind of a fucking romance going with each other. And they yeah. just blow each other up with fucking TikTok videos and shit that have nothing to do with, you know, 12 year old girls. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Unless if I get put in a group chat, and un- unless it's something that I just need to know. Fuck it, I'm leaving. Yeah, unsubscribe. I mean, as we're And sitting, I do it on Messenger all the time. Yeah. People add me in all these groups, and I don't even try to hide it. I'm like, no, I left the group, so stop doing it. Yeah, as, as Not we, interested. As we've been sitting here, at least two TikToks have been sent in the last 30 seconds here. And then I got another guy who's just beating me up with uh, woke shit about, uh, talking about you, Ball. Uh, he's beating me up with woke shit about Kansas. This is a... This is, uh, foosball uh kansas board asks board i'm sorry kansas group asks board of kansas to uh remove uh, offensive mascots you know the braves and the whoever else and of course he's telling me the chiefs are next yeah Yeah. so of course i'm a homer but my argument on that is do i think the redskins name is offensive no but Especially if you know the genesis of it. Yes. But if I had to just look at it through. Yeah. The scope of somebody of that persuasion. Yes. Now, the Chiefs, I don't understand how the Chiefs could be offensive to anybody. It's the top of their their hierarchy of power. Mm -hmm. And what the Chiefs organizations are saying is not only are we the, the top, we are the top of your proud fucking 
group of people yeah. were the chiefs, the bad motherfuckers. Now, Redskins, eh, I could see where you might say, okay, maybe. Or Braves, man. I don't get that either. Braves are a fighting fucking bunch of people. Yeah. You know? I think probably two two teams that they don't have a chance at getting rid of is probably the, the Blackhawks. Which the hell, hockey that, team. That shouldn't even be. That's not offensive to me either. That's they're representing a person, a group of people. Yeah, and then the Florida State Seminoles. Which once again, yeah, I don't, I don't see how any of those are offensive to yeah. anybody. And the Seminoles have one of the coolest pregame rituals, dude. They have the guy ride out on the horse and chuck the spear into the ground at the fifty-yard line. So the Chiefs, after, I don't know what the guy's name was, but they had an Indian that would come out all on the war, you know, feathers, like native, Native American. What? It's a Native American yeah, it's racist <laughs> fucking Indian. Uh, they had an Indian come out and do the same kind of deal in Kansas City. And I think he quit running out and I don't know, several years ago. Well, they've been trying to get people to stop doing the tomahawk chop yeah, for a long time. fucking yeah. luck with that. I seen uh, 70,000 people do it a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to get people to do that? Are you going to start fining people in the stands that they don't do it? Trust me. That ain't going to work. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, you asked about how the game was. The game was uh, was pretty good, I guess, and both of you probably uh, watched it on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about the Monday night football game with the Raiders coming to Arrowhead. That was a hell of a game. They, uh, of course, you know, got the call wrong, and the whole fucking stadium went berserk, and they got a couple more calls wrong. I'm guessing that the referees were probably affected by the uh, mass hysteria because in the second half, the calls started going the other direction. Well, they've been calling that. So Tom Brady had that pretty controversial one they got that was called too. But that was not a penalty either. They're, uh, they're calling it the Tua effect because mm-hmm. watch Tua go down, and now it's like I agree with they that. went the opposite way. They went so protective that everything's a penalty now. Well, So the same referee that called the one on Chris Jones – Right? Yeah. The other night, he had an iffy call two weeks ago on a rough in the passer penalty also. Really? Yeah. So the rules that state that if they can't decide, they should default to roughing the passer. Yeah. So the, the NFL rule book that the referees use is like 187 pages long. And there's only one rule in that rule book that is like, it says something about if you are in doubt, in absolute doubt, throw the flag. And that's yeah. roughing the passer. So they'll they'll throw it every time. So I don't know the rule word for word. Supposedly, anybody that's in a passing posture, so that means it could be anybody. You know, a running back could be, you know, doing the old flea flicker thing or whatever. In a passing posture is provided with protection. I mean, like I said, I'm a homer, and I was there and saw it in real time. The fucking dude was starting to run from him. Yeah. He was no longer in any sort of passing posture. He was running for his fucking life because a monster was coming after him. Chris Jones came away with the ball. And then yeah, the man the got sacked, put his arm down so that he wasn't putting all of his weight on him because the rule says you can't put all your weight on him. I guess you can't pretend that you're mating with this man. Right. And with the other arm, the reason he didn't put it down is because he had the ball in his arm and he was proceeding to jump up and run. So I don't get... Well, and so I like that. The one thing that I do like about the roughing the passer thing is they don't allow these defensive linemen to land all their weight on top of the quarterback anymore. Because I don't, I don't know if you remember, but I think it was in the late 90s. I think it was Jeff Hostetler and Tony... It was either Jeff Hostetler or Rich Gannon 
It was a Raiders quarterback, and Tony Saragusa sacked him, and all 380 pounds or whatever of Tony Saragusa, rest in peace, landed on top of the man, and it, it was bad. I think it broke some ribs. Lundy so. and I at work were talking about the progression of the NFL quarterback. Used to be it was a tall man that just stood in the pocket and threw the ball. Mm-hmm. But as the defensive end has developed over the years, Lawrence Taylor, Reggie White, you know, Derek Thomas, whoever the hell you guys have, uh, the quarterback – has went more to you got to be able to get the fuck away from this shit unless you're Peyton Manning and you can stand in there and just you know precisely drop balls into people's lap so are we going to start going back the other way if you can't there's no reason for you to run because they can't really do much to you anymore except knock you down and they can all knock you down in a certain way I don't know it's kind of it's fucking football I understand they're trying to protect their 200 million dollar their biggest assets but it's like racing in NASCAR. You want to see that guy get destroyed, yeah. you know? Yeah, but what you don't want to see is <clears throat> Skylar Thompson being your quarterback for the next 10 weeks. Yeah, like, but no, I don't know. I guess it depends on which side of the fucking ball you're on. I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes get his fucking backside stretched out either. But at the same time, if your team has a good defensive player that's made to do that, you're like, fuck yeah, I want to see that shit. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care who you are. You don't have to be a Chiefs fan. That was a cool play. Yeah. You know, he got him down, he took the ball, and he was fixing on running, you know, but whatever. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not, like, pro all these flags coming out all, all the time, but... It's getting crazy. Yeah, at the same time, like, I understand where the NFL's coming from on it. Well, so you were talking about these 200 300 million dollar quarterbacks being protected by the nfl and mm. it being their biggest asset and whatnot that's why i, I was, paid 16 dollars for a beer right well i was i was having the conversation with somebody that 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 is the absolute deciding factor i mean look at a guy like look how the cowboys are doing right now right they're that that quarterback situation is in doubt down there dak wants to come back it should be cooper rush is on a roll dude but all these quarterbacks have these endorsements. They have mm-hmm. their branding now and everything. Yeah. It's not as simple as just keeping the guy on the bench anymore. There are so many more factors that go into it. I'm a Cowboys fan, and if Cooper Rush turns around and beats the Eagles this week, I don't know how you bring Dak back. How? To me, to, I don't. You're, you're starting to get into the old Rich Gannon territory here to where, as a Chiefs fan, he went 5-7 and seven in the regular season there at the end of that, I don't know what year it was. Probably 2000. Mike ain't here to tell us the date and the time and when it happened. Uh, went five and seven. Well, then fucking Elvis Gerbach decided that he was okay to play the first game of the playoffs. Lost. You stay mm-hmm. with the hot hand. Let him Let him lose. Let Let Rush see how long he can go. Yeah. You know, that's how I see it. It's the, mo- it's the momentum game. Right. Well, you he know? runs the offense so much better than Dak does. Well, he's kind of Trent Dilfern it up, isn't he? A little bit. Just I not mean, fucking it up? Yeah. No, he, who he looks like is 2,000 Tom Brady. He uh, had just over 100 yards, I think, on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And But the thing is, he managed the game, and right. he didn't fuck up. So right. he's, he's almost like Joe Flacco-ish, if anything. And Dak will straight up lose games. He will lose games. Yeah. yeah. Cooper Rush won't. <laughs> he might not win you as many as Dak does, but he's not going to lose them either. So I'd like to get back to the Chiefs game for just a moment. There was a friend of mine as I was leaving work Monday talking some shit, and I told him that I hoped his tight end had a 
fucking record lifetime game. How many points did he get you? Um, 33, wasn't it? I'm not sure. It wasn't as many as you would... I think it was 33. It wasn't as many as you would suspect, given that 27 yards and four touchdowns? Yeah, given that he had four touchdowns, you'd think it would be through the roof. But I mean, yeah, 33 and a half. That's pretty good for a tight end. Sure. Which, a little bit better than a regular tight end. But yeah, I mean, Jesus, man. I tried to trade him to you. Uh-huh. What's funny is, I don't remember, it might have been Barry signed um, uh, Taysom Hill. Who oh, yeah. is, on the roster is a tight end? Yep. Who signed Taysom <laughs> Hill. Uh, Barry, in our league. Oh, I'm signed, sorry. Signed Taysom Hill. Or, He's a starting tight end in the league. He is under the tight end header on a roster no in shit. the league. Yeah. So, the the man had like 33 points this last weekend. Or the weekend before, maybe. Taysom Hill did? Taysom Hill, because yeah. he had like three or four touchdowns. I think he threw for one and ran for three. See, I've lost track of what he's doing ever since, you know, when uh, Breeze retired. They don't really show New Orleans games anymore, so unless well, you're looking for that and shit. And then when Sean Payton left, who was really high on Taysom Hill, yeah. they're not utilizing him as much as they used to. About, really. You know, when Breeze was at the tail end of his tenure there, they were using Taysom Hill probably – quarter of the time probably probably a quarter yeah i would say he's fun to watch too oh, yep. yeah. he kind of reminds me of uh, a little more athletic josh allen he's a swiss army knife for sure like i think he's a true quarterback think he could pull that off no yeah, they tried yeah, it yeah they tried didn't and, work and yeah Jameis beat him out for the job basically oh really <laughs> yeah hmm. but they they were using the guy on special teams uh yeah, they put him in on defense every time. every now and then he was a kick returner too. Yeah, he was a kick returner. He might still be. I don't oh, know. Shit, he's I, a big I old watch boy. Watch my Saints games, dude. I and he's a he's a feel good story too because he's had like four torn ACLs uh, in college. Um, I think every year he was in college, he had a torn ACL, and every time he tore it, it, it was against Utah State. No, that's so, terrible. Luck. He got against yeah. Mormons. No, I mean he went, he to, went to BYU. He went to BYU. So <laughs> let's play this here. Uh, Call in real quick. It's from uh, Earl the Pipe. He doesn't even know his name. You'll know what I'm talking about. Hey, wrong kind of podcast. It's Baron of the Earl. Pipe. This one's for the Dude Show, so I don't know. I'll give Uh-oh. you like a three-second pause. That way you want to stop it and save it for the Dude Show. One, you can. Two. Please hold. Came with some music. Fuck yeah. Uh, it's going away. I know... Cousin Yance wanted me to call in on that. So part of the reason that it would be difficult to redo it is currently Big 12. the mm-hmm. Big 12 conference plays three non-conference football games a year. Oh, he's talking and about Bedlam. And the SEC plays four yeah. out-of-conference uh, football games a year. So uh, with the commitments that's already there, of course, OU, that – Backed away like a bunch of little bitches in my mind. Inspiring <laughs> yeah. um, shots. You know, like, well, we have all this time. Well, you know, they had some SEC teams on the schedule already uh, out of conference, as well as Oklahoma State does. Um, so, therefore, of course, they have time. A, they're going to have one more non conference game a year than they previously had, which that may change with the addition of teams, but currently it's four. That's true. Um, and two, um, Aside from that, beside that extra game, um, they get to drop those teams that were going to be playing from the SEC, and it leaves me who it was. I, I can't recall. I think Arkansas was one for sure, if I remember correctly. But 
you know, so therefore that's going to be a conference game now, so it opens up the slot. So, anyways, um, it's taken me a long time to call in to say all that because I hate them inbred bastards. <laughs> I can't stand, stand them at all. Worst fan base in the country, maybe next to Kansas City Chiefs now. And Damn, they're not up in mobile home. That's all I got to say about it. The frosted tip, Pfizer wearing. Oh, shit. Sons of bitches. I can't stand them. It's going all in. Anyways, have a great day, y'all. 3.2, kill five, dash rate, go. Bye. (laughs) Fucking Faders fans, man. I'll tell you, they're all the same. I, uh, there's a couple of people up there at Kansas City. I was surprised at the number of Faders fans that showed up. I guess they all had fucking, uh, what do you call it? Leave from the uh, jail that day. But, uh, so what do you think about his, uh, comments there? Yeah, I I don't know. I'll miss the Bedlam game because, you know, I'm, I'm an Oklahoma State fan, and re- regardless of how good or bad each team is every year, it's more than off, you know, more often than not a close game. Um, it's kind of like any, like, rivalry like that. Kansas <laughs> Kansas and K-State, you know, they, they might be backwards this year. Usually it's K-State rolling all over KU, but – Guess we'll see. Elias hinging on that quarterback. I think I seen today he's out. I he but he yeah. posted on Twitter. He's like news to me. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, even his backup didn't look bad. It wasn't his backup's fault they lost. Man, but. that but that K State uh, quarterback is rolling too. Yeah. Uh, isn't that that's Taylor Martinez from that came from Nebraska, yeah, right? Former Nebraska boy. Yep. But uh, anyway, the Oklahoma State Oklahoma game. I'll miss it, but. If we get a year or two removed from it, then another, another rivalry will fire up. Yeah, it'll be good. They can do like Florida, Florida State, SEC, ACC. They play every year. Yeah, there's a ton of non-conference rivalries. I, I don't, I don't understand it. I but. think it's, uh, I think it's OSU is just kind of pissy right at the moment that OU's leaving the conference. Well, and I think, I think really uh, what it is. OU has this uh, sense of grandeur. Like, hey, we're going to the SEC, the right. the most highly touted conference in college yeah. football. So, we're leaving the the little Big Twelve in the dust, even though yeah. we're awful. I am not a college fan at all, so I'd like to think I'm a little less biased. And it does come across that OU is a premier college team, and that OSU is on the same level as a KSU and all that. So, oh yeah, I think you're probably right. OU yeah. does see themselves a little bit higher. Than the lowly uh, folks up in Stillwater. Well, o- OSU is kind of they've always been the little brother in Oklahoma. They just they just have you know OU's got this storied history. Mm. Uh, they they've kicked OU's or OSU's ass so many times. I mean, it's a totally lopsided record well, on the, that bedlam record. The fucking so. uh, recruiting. If you're a kid, where you want to go? You want to go to some place that's going to win historically a lot more, sure. or do you want to go, you know, where the veterinarians go to train? Well, I mean, it, it's it's a rivalry that dates back, yeah. you know, more than a century, though. So, I mean, they they've kicked our ass for a hundred years yeah. or more. So, I mean, OU's got to be careful though. There's a lot of teams. Texas A&M, they left the Big Twelve, went to SEC. Yep. Missouri, yeah, been trash both of them ever yep. since. Missouri yep. went to the SEC too. Yeah, Missouri was good. Like the first year, first or second year, they left and went to the SEC. They competed pretty well, yeah. and then ever ever since then, uh, basically when Drew Locke was there, yeah, in Missouri, they were really good. And then, you know, surprisingly, and then as soon as he left, I'm not saying that's the only <laughs> reason, but. 
Yeah, I just don't follow college enough to even have a opinion necessarily on it. Can't tell you what the hell is going on other than KU's doing okay because everybody's talking about it. Yeah, well, they lost this last weekend. Yeah, TCU came to town and beat them. I met an old timer up there at the game Monday night who was talking about when they used to have the uh, Mizzou uh, KU game at Arrowhead. Yeah, and that the KU fans and the Missouri fans were supposed to park on opposite sides of the stadium for, I guess, real reasons. I guess there were some fucking fights and shit sure, over, I'm you know, sure. just over some stupid shit. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was probably the same with like the, the red river shootout. Oh, they get, into they, some they shit keep too? them pretty separate. Yeah. Texas and Oklahoma dude. Really? Which holy hell, Texas beat Oklahoma 49 to nothing. On yeah, Saturday. It's the first time they've ever been shut out since 65, I believe it was. Yeah, that's the biggest uh, score differential in Red River shootout history, too. Those are kind of games points. that lose your jobs. I mean, holy shit. So the rumor son. now is that, uh, what is his name? What's, what's the fucking guy's name coaching OU now? Venables. 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 That's what I thought, but it's also the same name as a crew chief in the NHRA, so I didn't want to fuck it up. Oh, yeah. But uh, rumor was that he was going to, uh, Stoops was going to come in and help coach and something like that. Sounds like some bullshit rumor shit. Yeah. It's like the uh, Stoops is the return of Jesus for all the OU fans. Well, yeah, I mean, we talk about Stoops, or they talk about Stoops being such a great coach. He was there for like uh-oh. 20 years and won a title. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know that he's <laughs> super fucking great. Yeah, he won yeah. one title. I mean, sure. He had a shit ton of winning seasons. Yeah, he won a lot yeah. of games, no doubt. Lost yeah. to the Wildcats at least three or four times during that. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm... I'm no OU fan, but I'm going to give credit where credit's due. I mean, I think Bob Stoops is the most successful coach in OU really? history, I, I believe. Mm. I think he's got the most wins in OU history. Oh, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. but mm. uh, Man, was that was USC that they went to the national championship in 2004, I think, when Leinert was there and Reggie Bush. They went back-to-back years. They won one, and, lost the next one to yeah, Texas. Yep. I think 05 was the Texas Rose Bowl that they lost. Yeah, they was early in the hunt in the early 2000s, and then after that they were just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. Big 12 champs. But, I mean, were they ever really in the hunt? They played yeah. LSU for the title when Sam Bradford was quarterback, and they got demolished. I don't who, remember what year that yeah. was. I think Jamarcus Russell was the quarterback who was back the guy, for LSU. Who was the guy back in 2000, 2001 that was the quarterback back then? He was their quarterback's coach after that for a while. Oh, you're talking about – he's uh, the coach at um, – holy hell. White kid. Yep. Oh, are you talking about Jason White? No, you're no, talking no, about no, no. the guy that won the Heisman. Um, it wasn't Bradford. Who was it back in like the year 2000, 2001, when they won the championship? Josh Heupel? Josh Heupel, Heupel yeah. I was yeah. going to say. He, he didn't even go to the NFL, did he? Uh, went to Green Bay, I think. But he and didn't do shit. No, he actually became a Green Bay assistant coach for a That's while up there. Was. Yeah, okay. and he's actually the coach in. Oh hell, he's a Division One football coach now. Really? Yep. Mm. I can't. It's I'm drawing a blank. At Tennessee, he's the Volunteers really? head coach. Yeah. No shit. I believe. I didn't know that. Yep. He was down in uh, either UCF. Or South Florida for a while as their coach. And then I think it's at Tennessee that he's a head coach now. Hmm. I said they got demolished, but that was, I guess, inaccurate. They lost 21 to 14. Yeah. And Nick Saban was the head coach of LSU back then. He's a Nick now with the uh, Tide. Yes. Yep. 
been there long enough to win six natties. <laughs> I mean, just dominant. They've won yeah. six national championships while he's been there? Man. Yeah. Really? No shit. Or maybe it's now, five. Maybe Saban, he has six total. Didn't Saban go to the Dolphins for yeah. like a half a week or something like he was, that? He was two years. in Miami for two years. Yeah. It right. actually wasn't that bad either, but it was when Drew Brees was leaving San Diego and he had all of his chips in the Drew Brees basket. And when he didn't get them, he was like, oh, nah, Alabama sounds better than me. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, he was 15 and 17 in his two years there. So, Yancey, what you got for us? Week five NFL. Yeah, so let's do a quick score recap of week five. So, <laughs> leading off on Thursday night, just an absolute barn burner at mile high. I would like to talk about the Raiders <laughs> are going to have four out of six games. It's going to be prime time because they're playing again on Sunday night, Are you night, talking about right? the Broncos? Yes, that's what I meant, the yeah, Broncos. Yeah, so coming into this season, there was a lot of hype, of mm-hmm. course, I with mean, Russell being damn. there. and Four out of six prime time games. I mean, the the – Kickoff year. The kickoff game for the NFL was supposed to be a completely different game, and then the Broncos picked up Russ, and they bumped that game and put the Broncos in prime time. They put all their baskets in the Russell Wilson deal. The NFL did. Yeah. They're not the only ones. Man. Yeah, it's it's been rough. I've been – Does he so, really suck? I've been checking out quite a bit ever since that debacle on Thursday night. I didn't even want to think about the Broncos for a little while, but – a lot of people are saying that he's trying to develop himself into this pocket passer, which he's just never been. He's always been this mobile quarterback. There's he this threat of a run. He's um, 5'10". So two years ago. Patrick he, Mahomes tried that last year. and Look how well it worked out. They need to go back to doing what made him where they're at. Two years ago, he ran for 500 and, 500 and something yards. Last year, he ran for just like 180 yards. This year, I don't know how. The coaching staff doesn't see it, but their most productive um, offensive drives, which there haven't been many, have been whenever Russ has been mobile and scrambling. And there's the they stretch the the defense out, and there's a threat of a run. Huh. Yeah, so, it sure appears that he needs to go back to his old way of doing business. Yeah, and I mean, not not only the running, but also so he's had some shoulder issues, I guess, that nobody knew about. And uh, it's affected his throwing. I but he had a torn lat, I think mm-hmm. it was, and his throwing, throwing his throwing on charred. Yep. Yeah. But was I, that because he was a single man for so long? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. It's a, uh, it's we're coming up on week six. There's still a lot of season left. Yeah. If they get it together by the end of the season, I'll, I'll be happy. If they don't come out with a, a winning record whatever but hopefully going into next season they'll get it right i mean i'm not trying to write off this season or anything like that but i mean all the all the pieces are new but he's like missing wide open dudes like not overthrowing them underthrowing them like literally just don't see oh that's why i'm saying that the decision making is also really bad so i don't know if everything combined has him just completely uh just dysfunctional. So you would think it would be the marijuana, but he came from Washington, so he's probably mm-hmm. already high. Shouldn't yeah. be a problem. Yeah. Maybe uh, it's the lack of air. Maybe it is. And he's just short. He's already got a problem. Yeah. Possibly. But Indianapolis, who badly needed a win, mm. comes out on top. They got one the year week before that. 12 to 9 in a kickoff fe- or a, a kicking fest. I don't know how Brandon McManus with uh, Denver still has a foot left after all these. <laughs> Field goals this season. He is the leading scorer for the Broncos the last like 
three seasons. How mad are you, though, if you're Goodell and you put on a Thursday night game? That's 12 to 9. He's getting ready to do it again uh, this week. A lot of people touted that, yeah, it's the Bears and the Commanders Mm. tomorrow night. Fucking juggernaut. Holy hell. Man, speaking of the Commanders, I seen Ron Rivera was like, yeah. Yeah. Every other team in the NFC East is good because their quarterback's good. He he came (laughs) out today and had to (laughs) apologize for that. He pulled a Biden, walked that shit back a long way. Well, I was looking at Carson Wentz's stats, and they're not that bad. Dude, um, I mean, he's a... uh, He's like a fantasy darling too. He had yeah. one down week, and the rest of them he's been pushing like forty points. And I'm, I'm in fantasy. I'm almost positive that last year in Indy, he threw thirty three touchdowns and seven interceptions. I'm gonna go to the, I'm gonna look just to make double sure that I'm right. Going to the stat I'm, board. Yeah, I'm almost board sure. of time official stat board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost sure that I am. And yeah, since right. he left Indianapolis, they have the worst-ranked offense in the NFL. Mike would have had that on paper ranked. already. He'd been rustling the yeah. fuck out of him. It would have sounded like a hen over there making a nest. <laughs> uh, Did you listen to that last week? No, not Thanks yet. For listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I'm so far behind on podcasts, mm-hmm. dude. I don't even want to talk. Like it's It's been pretty bad. So while he's looking that up, let's move along just All a little right, I'm bit. I'm sorry, 27 oh. touchdowns, seven picks. That's, but that's oh, still pretty good. Bad. Yeah, that, bad. he's no Jameis Winston. But, no. Um, it's <laughs> 30 and 30, right? Yeah, 30 hey, for 30, he baby. This is Ricky Henderson. Yeah. Uh, so, in a divisional matchup, Baltimore and Cincinnati. Baltimore on top, Cincinnati, 19 to 17. So, uh, that uh, Joe Cool Magic, how is about it, it? Is it petering out? I got him picked to win this week, but we can talk about that in a little bit. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. Is he cooling off? They're two and three. Like I said, it's still it's still so early in the season that there's still so much time for adjustment that they could just catch on fire. And That's what they did last year. What just happened? Hot. What happened to was it Higgins Higby? Their fucking wide receiver. T Higgins. T Higgins. Higgins. I'm sorry. I'm he has. Um, I think he an Achilles my, problem. Didn't even play. Yeah, they held him out. They. I was watching that game. They talked about it, mm. and they were holding him out. Wasn't there like some crazy decision like where? I didn't watch it, but did Cincinnati like go for it on fourth down instead of kick a field goal? Yeah. And yeah, I've been hearing that's kind of a terrible decision. <laughs> yeah. So many of these coaches depend on those analytics now. Dude, instead that's of Zach Taylor and Brandon Staley. Those are the two worst. They shouldn't even they shouldn't even have hired head coaches. They should have just got an IBM computer and said, hey. Call whatever, call whatever the probability is, because that's what they're going to do. Was that was that computer that uh, was on Jeopardy? Big Blue. Remember, it, it was up against uh, Big Blue was a chess one. Yeah, uh, Watson. Is that right? Yeah, Watson I think it was, it was Watson. Yeah. yeah, that was went up against the guy on Jeopardy. Did he win? Uh, it was the Jennings guy that's yeah. uh, Ken Jennings. Yeah. Ken Jennings that's hosting it now. I don't remember what the outcome of that was, but so uh, Philadelphia five and zero now. Wins against Arizona 2017. I I think they've beat somebody now. I say that Philadelphia is legit, man. They have yeah. been consistent on both sides of the ball. I I think they're legit. Seems like it. Yep. I, don't know. I, mean, I think, and I don't want to get down on Jalen well, Hurts because I know he's running all over the place, but Arizona did beat the Faders. Yeah, he's thrown four touchdowns now in four games. I think the Eagles are a legitimate quarterback away. But I don't think. Yeah, but with that with that defense, it's almost like a dynamic, like in 2015 with the Broncos, how the defense, you know, the quarterback was getting by just enough. Peyton was hurt. Brock Osweiler comes in, but the defense actually takes them the distance. It could be one of those things because their defense is stout, dude. 
Well, the Cowboys are playing the Eagles this week. They're giving up like 14 a game, I think. So, uh, I don't know. He might impress me. I might be wrong, but I don't think I am. Mm. I've seen him play long enough to know that I don't think he's the answer. Dude, so speaking of the Cowboys, they come out on top of the Rams 22 to 10. The Rams, dude, look like hot garbage. I mean, and Matt Stafford looks very uncomfortable. But they've had a tough schedule. They've lost to the Bills. I think we can probably all agree best team in the NFL. I, yeah. I, would, I would say that they are the best team. Absolutely. And the Chiefs are have a hell of a game on their hands this Sunday, but go ahead. Yeah, so if not top five for sure. Oh, I'd say they're top three. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Cowboys, they uh, have a huge fan base. Go to SoFi. you got to have a silent count in your own stadium, which isn't That's, out of the norm yeah. for them. But the Cowboys fans travel well. Got um, an incredible defense, held you to 10. Uh, I think they beat the Niners, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're they're two and three. I can't remember. I, I think they did beat the Niners in like week two, maybe. Yeah, I think it was before Jimmy G, but I don't know. I guess there's no really reason to wonder anything ever again. But uh, either way, they've had a tough schedule, and rightfully so. They won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm mistaken. The 49ers beat them 24 to 9. I see and I but mean again, damn. 49ers is a good team. Yeah. They beat the Cardinals 20 to 12. They beat the Falcons 31-27. Yeah. So. Uh, so speaking of the Niners, 37 to 15 over a Matt Rule-less Carolina <laughs> Panthers team. So, I that didn't take long. The Matt Rule experiment in Carolina is over. Matt Rule back to college football maybe. Yeah, I think he's going to go to Nebraska. They're they're looking for a coach. Yeah, Yeah. they got Vance Joseph's brother up there right now. I don't really know what to think about Matt Rule. Like, if you gave me a job and said, hey. Is that Jaws' brother? Nope. Okay. Jaw Rule. (laughs) Not that I'm aware. Okay. I don't don't put me on the record as saying no, but. uh, (laughs) I'll say no. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But. You got the smallest fan base in the NFL. They're then the stepbrother of that division forever. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to make some huge move to bring in Sam Darnold. Then you're going to give Cam Newton like $15 million a year to play for four games. Yeah. Then you're going to go back to Sam Darnold. And you're going to make a huge move this year to bring Cam Baker Mayfield gone? in. Is Cam already gone from there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought he was still on the roster at least. Hanging no, out. no, no he's. He's we've on seen, the couch. We've seen the end of him. He's done, right? Yeah. I think so. He's out there dressing like he's going to the Kentucky Derby every yeah. every day. Fuck, man. But I'm just saying, like, in a quarterback-driven league, this dude was not given a fair shake. Yeah. Well, and isn't that – you were talking about being a small market team and stuff. It's so funny that those two teams from that expansion year are two of the most small market teams that they are talking constantly talking about moving them. Right. It's Jacksonville and Carolina. Right. So where do you think uh, this little side here? Where do you think a uh, market could handle a, f- a football team? People have often talked St. about St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis did it before, but they had a terrible owner. Everybody wants a NFL team in Oklahoma City. I don't think I've, they could do it. Yeah, that's what I was mm-hmm. wondering too. I don't know. I mean, it's I know too t- damn close to Dallas. Well, and I know Tulsa is right there. That's you too know? damn close to Dallas too. You could have the Oklahoma City fans and Tulsa fans. I but I just don't think. I don't yeah, think I don't you think have so. the amenities that I know Oklahoma City's a nice city, 
But I mean, I just don't think you have the major city amenities that a lot you of these say other that cities Green have. Bay, Green Bay has what ninety thousand people. I know, and but the fucking yeah. Great yeah. I don't North. think you could put a team in Green Bay today. They've been around for a century. Like that fan base is just solid. So yeah, St. Louis is a major city. That's it, a lot of the problem with these expansion teams, or like even like uh, the Rams moving to L.A. Right? They don't have any fans. Built them Holy a brand shit. new stadium. It's weird, yeah. L.A. has never supported an NFL team. Right. They supported the Rams barely when like Eric Dickerson was there and stuff. But after he left and the Rams were terrible, they didn't come out for I don't, that right. team. It seems like the Raiders are the perfect L.A. team. I just don't get why they moved to the tourist capital of the world. I don't. I don't. I don't get that. Move. I think that's a some bad blood and bad history there. I don't think the Raiders would ever come back to LA. Yeah. So San Diego doesn't have a team anymore. Nope. No. Which I thought the Chargers fan base was, I mean, it seemed like it was legit, but they're down there in the corner of the country. Yeah. I mean, almost to Mexico. Yeah. I think maybe, uh, maybe Salt Lake city. I was just thinking that, but I mean, that's not really, you've been through there. That's yeah, not really much of a city, but think about like, if you live in Wyoming, Montana, the Dakotas, like, who do you root for? Yeah, where are you know. going, Denver? Right, Denver, that's probably it. But now you got a second option, maybe. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Salt Lake City's got a lot of money in the area. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think Louis St. Louis had a team is for years, the, man. Yeah, and that they actually came out for that team too. Right. the The reason that the Rams moved was not because of fan attendance. No, it was the owner. Yeah, they won a new stadium, which he just got twenty years prior to that. Which now they've turned into like some kind of weird fucking old abandoned mall has a bunch of rooms in it and shit. I don't even think they use it for anything big anymore now. Yeah, it's still mm-hmm. a massive building. Yeah, I don't know. it's so weird whenever they turn something like that into something else. Like that, uh, that Bass Pro Shops that's a pyramid used yeah. to be uh, an NBA team's. Uh, was it the uh, Was it the Grizzlies? Yeah, Memphis Grizzlies. It, yeah. But they weren't the weren't they weren't the Grizzlies yet. What was that Memphis team before the? The Grizzlies. Shit. I can't remember. Tyson fought there once, too, when it was still a uh, whatever the hell it was. You yeah. Know? And now the Bass Pro Shop has it. It's, it's a so cool. Have you ever been in there as a Bass Pro Shop? It's a strange deal. They got offices up around. You feel like you're inside of a... It's the closest thing to the old Casa Bonita in Tulsa that I can really? remember. Yeah, it has a weird vibe it was to the, it. It was the Bobcats, yes, I think. I believe it was the Bobcats because yep. they left Charlotte, right? Yep. Went there, and now they're... Or vice versa. I think maybe the Memphis team went to Charlotte. I don't remember. Fuck, one I don't of the know. Two. It's been a long I'm pretty time. sure Charlotte is now the New Orleans Pelicans. Yes, I believe yeah. so. so. Oklahoma City for a while had New Orleans there during the, yep. the hurricane, and that's what prompted the Supersonics yep. to move to become the It's Thunder. so funny because uh, there are pictures out there of Kevin Durant wearing Supersonics right. jersey. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, WTF? Yeah. So, what about Albuquerque? Albuquerque could maybe split <laughs> Albuquerque. Hmm. Take a lift. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're too close to uh, Phoenix, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. I mean, I mean that doesn't really matter, though. Look at the New York teams. Look at all the California teams. Yeah, I mean, but I just, mean, New York, that's a massive. You could probably have another is football a big team there and support it. Even though they don't play. Neither one of them play in New York. Uh, the Jets and Giants, they both share a stadium, right? And it's in yep. East, yeah, East Rutherford. Yep. yep. The Meadowlands. Philly, yeah. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Chicago, they all got teams. I'm just kind of going up the Detroit. Everybody yeah. has a team up there. I'm so. trying to yeah. think about other franchises and other sports. And Oklahoma well, City was one, but think Milwaukee about the, is big. Yeah. They have Green Bay right there. Right. 
I think about those teams that like the USFL and, and Chicago and XFL, they attacked certain um, cities. They're yeah. like quote unquote second tier cities from the NFL yeah. cities yeah. that uh, maybe some of those cities you could look at. Chicago could probably support a second one. The Bears want a new stadium anyway, and they've been trash for 25 years. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. They did go to one Super Bowl uh, just a few years ago. 2016, was it? No. No, it was before that. It was with Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman. Brian Erlacher was carrying that defense. Good God. That might have been like. Yeah, it was a long thir- time ago. 13. It was Peyton's first one. It was a while. Man. Huh. Yeah. Hey, was, that might have been 2012. Were the Mannings uh, Monday night this week? I didn't watch it if it was. Yeah, I, I sometimes I don't even think about it. Like, if I really want to watch the game, I can't watch them because they're so distracting. I was thinking about going back and watching the game just so I could see what everybody was saying. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, moving on. Uh, Tennessee over Washington uh, 21-17. Washington still with a single win. And like you said, Man. Ron Rivera coming out, just chucking Carson Wentz right under the bus. I think, terrible. I think they need to fucking redo that name. That is just a shit name. It's just a shit name. Man, that they team, had so many cool needs... possibilities, too. I that... wish they would have just stuck with football team. <laughs> or Yeah, yeah, I think that's Washington not football too bad. Team. The Washington football team, that's not terrible. A man. lot of people wanted them to be like the, uh, the Washington Red Wolves. Well, there was the Red Tails, too. they wanted to get away from the Red. Yeah. There was, there was <laughs> Distance the, themselves from anything Red. But the one I thought was the best, wasn't it the Red Tails, which is what the... Uh, Tuskegee Airmen? Yeah, the Tuskegee Airmen was the Red Tails. Yeah, maybe they I wanted mean, to stay away from that, too. I'm fuck, not sure. I thought that was a good one. Yeah. I think they went with something safe. Commandos? Yeah. That would have been better. Commandos. The Commandos would have been better than the Commanders. Oh, you know they would have got roasted over the Commandos, though. Oh, none of your fans wear underwear? It's like it's the fucking Handmaid's Tale and shit in here. The Commandos. (laughs) Commanders. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, shit. So, uh... Wait, I gotta ask real quick on this topic. Who is Ron Rivera thinking he is? Like, you had one good season in Carolina. Yeah. Who, who, Who are you, man? I don't know. He's not premier coach he's been around forever doing this and that actually well, ironically was, we were talking about the bears last super bowl uh ron rivera played on that team so. yeah i was yeah, gonna I say he so, was yeah. a player like yeah. in the, the 85 bears yeah 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 but that ain't enough <laughs> yeah exactly. you, you don't get to tell carson Wentz he's trash exactly when you play in the same division as the current cooper rush who we're finding out is better than dak prescott and daniel jones you don't get to do that and jalen hurts who I already told Giants sold on. I just mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't I don't know who you think you are. The quarterback is not your only problem. No, it's not at all. I haven't got to watch them play very much, but I've seen highlights and they just look like they're garbage yeah, all the way just around. Bad. Got a bad franchise, bad owner, bad field. They got they're just just bad. There is more heat being applied to Dan Snyder to <laughs> get out from under that team. It, it, they are literally going to have to hog tie that guy and carry him out of FedEx uh, Stadium. I think that if he's still there after the year and hasn't put it up for sale in the off season, the owners are just uh, owners meetings are just going to be like, "Dude, we're going to blackball you. <laughs> like, be, you're going to lose money if you Haven't keep they this already." Thing. Well, it'd be different if they were a good team and they had bad press, but when you're right. a bad team with bad press, right? <laughs> I mean, it all adds up to you getting hauled out of there. But anyway, so New Orleans over Seattle, thirty nine, thirty two. God, they're still crazy. saying that Geno Smith's up there going off, dude. 
I mean, they're putting up points. His completion percentage is like 79%. Good Lord. <laughs> Jets and Giants fans are like, dude, what the hell? All right, let me ask you this. If you switch Geno Smith and Russell Wilson back, you put Geno in Denver, Russell back in Seattle, mm-hmm. are either of those teams' records better? No, because I have doubts about Nathaniel Hackett in Denver, too. So, But can Russ win more games in Seattle than Geno is? Uh, he didn't prove that last season. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think I think at the beginning of the year everyone was really down on Pete Carroll for running him out of town and now I still hate it, his guts though. It, it's early in the year, but now it's kind of looking like <laughs> maybe the old man ain't so dumb. <laughs> uh, not, I don't know, man. They uh they only got two man. wins. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, but I mean two wins with a quarterback making $700,000 versus a guy making 50 million like Yeah, I mean, I'll give you that for sure. Like yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see in the coming weeks. I don't think he's that good either, for the record. I'm not a Geno well, guy. Well, I mean, at holy all, hell, but... dude. They got him or Drew Locke. <laughs> see, I, I, if it was me, and obviously I don't watch either one of them play as much as Pete does, but I would have put Drew Locke out there because I know what I'm going to get. Well, I thought I knew what I was going to get with Geno, but Drew's still young enough that maybe he's got some time to like turn into a, a Ryan Fitzpatrick type guy. I mean, he's obviously never going to be a star, but yeah. could be serviceable. Dude's the next Brian Hoyer. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Like, so Buffalo absolutely steamrolls Pittsburgh 38-3. to We had just discussed how Buffalo was probably the best team in the league. That's not really a barometer, that win right there, of how strong they are because Pittsburgh is absolutely terrible right now on hey, offense. Man, everybody has a bad week, man. So I mean, you're going to have bad weeks. Nobody's going to go undefeated anymore, I don't believe. Yeah, we'll get Pitt- to bad weeks here in a minute. Pittsburgh's 1-4, and four, though, aren't they? Pittsburgh is 1-4, and four, which that's getting ready to break the streak <laughs> of uh, winning seasons for yeah, uh, Tomlin. Yeah, for Mike Tomlin. He's going to have to really pull a rabbit out of the hat to yeah. finish with nine wins. There's no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Man, in a in a big divisional game, the Jets all over Miami 40-17. to 17. So I mean, the the Tua effect there, well, big is t- time. Is Teddy Two Gloves down too now? Oh, yeah. He died like in the first quarter. Well, yeah. so I knew he was out, but is he down? Like, is he coming back? Is he fucked too? I'm not sure. So I guess we'll see if Tua I haven't seen I haven't seen any statements or anything. Tua has not done any press. They have got him hidden in yeah, a basement somewhere for he's sure. He's Joe Biden it for sure. Yeah. But I think uh Mike McDaniel said he he's not ready. And I yeah. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna again just overreact and keep him out way too long now just to be like, Look, we're protecting him. Yeah. That's what you wanted. It's what we're doing. Miami fans, boy, that must have been hell of a deal for them they pretty much oh, yeah. they pretty much already went and bought their super bowl jerseys and you know yeah somebody definitely shot their dog well they look good with two i mean like yeah, it, i mean it first, was warranted first two, they were three good. weeks they were looking good but well, that's what i'm trying to get at then all of a sudden it's like fuck mm, <laughs> yeah. you know they always wow. say that one player doesn't make or break a franchise i mean i i think it does oh yeah i would argue that it absolutely does especially you know a quarterback in such a heavily uh quarterback driven league he, like these days he there last year yeah. So I think it was a combination of him and Tariq and some other people. I mean, well, third year for a quarterback, this is his third year. Yeah. That's like your growth year. That's mm-hmm. like when you really start to 
come like Josh Allen's first year, we were like, oh nah. wow, yeah. Second year, yeah, he's getting a little bit better. I mean, Third year, you gave him Stephon Diggs, and he's the greatest freaking yeah. player on the in the NFL. Very rarely on your uh, first starting year do you win Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I think Ben Roethlisberger did that actually. Hey, good for him. Pretty sure. Yeah. What was that? That was like 2004. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he it, was it, good the first of his career. Oh, he came yeah, out in the 04 draft. I think they won yeah. it, though, in 05. In 05, yeah. Yeah, I, I think. I could be wrong on that. He either won in his first or his second year. Uh, Marino. Didn't Marino go to the Super Bowl in his first or second year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never Man, went one, back. One of the greatest quarterbacks to never win a Super Bowl. His, uh, his name is slowly dipping in the uh, records yeah it is well he was playing he was he was ahead of his time he was yeah. throwing the ball over the yard in a time when yeah. everyone else was giving it to the running back 40 times a game so everybody was making a big deal that uh mahomes passed yeah aikman i was getting ready to hijack yeah. the deal yeah go ahead with but that. i mean if people for aikman had Emmett smith too that they that, were feeding the ball yeah how, what percentage of the time how many, how many carries a game did Emmett smith have a lot. I mean, we, 40 probably, something like that. Mike and I were listening to uh, sports radio on the way home from Kansas City yesterday. And so one of the guys on the radio back in uh, 2019 had said that Mahomes had done something in 33% of his games to match Aikman for something. I forget what it was. And Aikman had replied to his tweet, let me know when he has 33% of my trophies. You know, good comeback. But <laughs> yeah. a few months later, he did get 33% of his trophies. Yeah. But yeah. now, and it got that made us got to talking about Aikman. Aikman was not a fantasy football guy. He would have not been somebody no, that no. you, he would have been your backup for a bye week and hope that he had a good week. Yeah, because, well, the NFL wasn't, like you said, it was kind of not the way it is now. So, you know, he had fucking number 22 running all over the fucking place. Yeah, and a strong ass line to, oh, yeah. you know, to just sit in the pocket all day if he wanted to. But, you know, all the, all the conditions were right back then. Yeah. You know, I mean, they had the big three there. That course. whole team was like just built right. They started on the front seven on both sides of the ball. And then we all know they're stars. Yeah. But, I mean, Nobody talks about that offensive line, who arguably yep. is one of the greatest. Offensive or Daryl Johnston, that was leading the way a lot of the <laughs> right. time for Emmett too. On Moose, yep. yeah. And, and you you got to give Emmett. I'd say half of Emmett's success was that fucking offensive line. Oh, dude, it was. Yeah, they're no, no. always talking yeah, about what if Barry Sanders would have had the Cowboys' offensive line instead right. of the Lions' offensive line. Yeah, I don't. What know. he would have done? They, they right. even ran different. I don't know if that's even fair anymore to even compare because he ran different, Emmett. Yeah. You know, Emmett uh, found the hole and went straight and maybe took one or two turns, and Barry was like... Emmett was more of a power runner, you would call it probably, straight-line runner, and Barry was... Barry the, was running for his like life, Like a freaking too, deer. So, yeah. I don't know. But, you know, the the league back then was a... It was a run-run-pass league. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So, uh, moving along. The Chargers over the Browns, 30-28. to 28. Um. Kind that of was got, a missed field goal in that one too, right? Yeah, Browns missed a go-ahead field goal. Chargers aren't living up to the hype either. Are nah, they? they're three and two. Their so, coach I mean, they're is kind of so right bad. on the line. Their coach is bad, dude. If anybody else was coaching that team between last year and this year, they would have won four more games. Yeah, it's so bad. I don't. I hope that they're not wasting Justin Herbert like. 
Detroit wasted Matt Stafford's good years Mm -hmm. is kind of what it feels like. And the irony is they had Anthony Lynn there before they brought in Brandon Staley. And Mm -hmm. Anthony Lynn was a good football coach. And then you bring in this young analytics dude, knows everything there is to know about defense, and he's terrible. I think Anthony Lynn will get another chance at a NFL job probably. He should. He I mean, I'm not going to say turn the what franchise around, but he was a pretty good he- How many coach. years has Herbert been playing now? I think he's in year four. No, has he been around that long? It uh, seems like. Maybe three. I think this is year three. Yeah, him and Tua came out at the same time. Because mm-hmm. I want to say, who else came out? There was somebody else that came out. Wasn't it Joe Cool? Yeah, that's right. Yep, Burrow, Tua, Herbert. Because last year was Burrow's <clears throat> second season, right? Yeah. yeah, because this year it was going to be the Burroughs show, the Mahomes show, uh, Allen show. And what we've ended up with is, well, Tua for a while, and then Herbert come out hard, and now neither one of them, nobody's really talking about him. Well, Herbert was injured, too, for week yeah. three, I believe. So uh, maybe he's still reeling from that. I'm not sure. So um, something's happened to Jacksonville. All of a sudden, yeah, they had a shit. they had a hot hand for a while, and then they got beat by the winless Houston Texans, thirteen to six. So now there are no more <laughs> yeah. winless teams in the NFL. Maybe that was their uh, terrible week. It's funny too because like it turned on a dime after Sunday. It was like Jacksonville's going to win the South. They're finally back. Doug Peterson, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, and then all of a sudden it was like, God, this team's trash. What? What? Six wins, no more. <laughs> What did I see that, uh, that Doug Peterson that is tied for fifth most wins in Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> history? Yeah. Surely, Jack. No, nah, who, who would it be? Coughlin or Jack Del Rio is at the top of that list? Uh, it would probably be Tom Coughlin, I would say. Who was their uh, coach last year? Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. That's right. That's right. Yeah. For Mr. The first, Butterfingers. The first four games, at least. Yeah. And then, uh, so I was talking about somebody losing their hot hand uh, earlier. New England shut out Denver 29 to nothing. The highest scoring team in the league got shut out on Sunday. So You, you said Denver. You meant Detroit? Detroit. I'm sorry. Did yeah, I say I Denver? Like, yeah, I was uh, like, Denver on the brain, scoring. apparently. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what happened to that shit? Went from juggernaut to not. They got a lot of uh, injuries right now. Mm-hmm. Their number one receiver was out. Their number one running back was out. They're on a bye this week. so Yep. So maybe I, they'll get some of those guys back. Actually, Del Rio and Coughlin are tied for wins. But Coughlin has lost less. They each have 68 wins. Yeah. Coughlin was the inaugural coach. for How long was he there when they first came into the league? He was there from 95 to 02. They weren't terrible in the late 90s either. They were 68 and 60 during his time. Yes. Yeah, so, so they had Mark Brunel. Yep. Brunel. Uh, no lefty throwing the hell of the ball. Mm-hmm. And that, that wide receiver. Uh, Smith? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. Was it Steve Jim- Smith? Steve Jimmy Smith. Smith. Jimmy Smith, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they weren't terrible. I mean, the Jacksonville didn't suck there in the late night. And then they had a good year a few years ago when Blake Bortles was there. I mean, people yeah, that, thought that they were going to go to the Super Bowl. They went into the playoffs. Yeah. So, And he was actually leading Brady in the championship game. I think they were up by 14 at one point. Blake Bortles also uh, retired this week. So he uh, can go uh, rip cigs on construction sites now. He's been out of the league. He's been a 
quote-unquote free agent for two years now. He's actually been out of the league for two years. But I wonder, do you collect service time when you're a free agent until you officially retire? Is that, why, old, uh, is that why the linebacker from Green Bay finally retired? Clay Matthews. Who hasn't played for like two years? Maybe. I didn't even realize that he was not still playing. Somebody said he retired. I'm like, what the fuck? I went and looked it up. Sure enough, he <laughs> hadn't played in a couple of years. He was on that 05 USC team. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he's been around that long. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so Minnesota on top of Chicago twenty nine to twenty two. That uh <laughs> that's funny, Justin Jefferson had a, a I think a passing touchdown in that game. Yeah, I think you're right. Minnesota's uh, not too bad. Four and one now too, I think. Yep, they're four and one. Their only loss was to Philly. Yeah, it seems like they are firing on all cylinders right now. Um, they had a they had a really down week last, last week or the week I think it was the week before last. They had a really down week and people were wondering about them. But uh, I think they're I don't know uh, top top tier team probably. Yeah, it's a, I don't, yeah, I mean beating the Bears by a tutty isn't that impressive. I know, <laughs> but, but they they've got a lot of uh, they got some pretty good offensive weapons. Yeah, so. for sure. Kirk Cousins, he's about as solid as you're going to get. He's not going to. Not gonna set the world on fire, but he's he's not gonna throw a lot of picks and lose you any games either. I'm sure Minnesota fans are waiting for Dalvin Cook to be injured, but they have a they have a good backup. That Madison guy is pretty decent. So it, even if Dalvin Cook goes out, I think they're probably pretty set up on the run game still. Got you some Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen's pretty yep. good one two combo. Yeah, for sure. Um, Tampa Bay. Pulls out one on a division rival Atlanta, twenty-one to fifteen in a uh, question mark, question mark, question mark game with Tom Brady. Yeah, people are still waiting to see is Tom Brady going to be, you know, is he is, is he going to ball out with all the stuff going on at home? Can he focus on football with everything happening? Especially when Giselle comes out on Instagram and says things like, "You can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you." Ooh. Read that again. Good, good for her, man. Stay relevant. I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah. In uh, her defense, though, she gave up her career essentially so he could have his. And as a model, you're yeah. not going to get better looking with age. So I mean, yeah. she really did kind of. She probably feels like she wasted her tight skin years <laughs> with uh, on him. Right. You know? And maybe she's got a few more left, and his old ass is still out there saying, "No, nah, I want to throw this ball." Like, yeah. Somebody said well, something she's to the, worth more than him. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he's taking a discount every year he's ever played. That's Constant true. pay cuts every year to make a, a roster work. It's Constantly did that in New England. Oh, yeah. It's worked out for yeah. him. And I mean, he's the guy's really about winning. His TV deal, who did he sign? He signed that TV deal with, was it Fox? For when he retires? Mm hmm. And it was for just a stupid amount. And I don't get the Brady hate because Brady is the Brady is the ultimate underdog. Yeah. Underdogs, people used to love underdogs and winning in this country. But you know They but, also hate winners. They everybody do. everybody hated the fucking Cowboys in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates the Chiefs right now. If the fucking Bills suddenly do prove to be a good team, all the fucking hate people, for the Bills. People hated the the Patriots, I, a yes. team that was historically terrible forever until Belichick got there. I tell any Chiefs fans listening, just fucking calm down. Yeah. Don't pay attention to the bullshit. This is our time. Yep. Fucking ride it out. 
five, six years from now, it's going to be over. I can attest to that. Nobody's going to give a fuck. And you yeah. ain't going to see no more of this. Chiefs fans are shit. I heard that earlier. You know, I mean, it's like, who gives a fuck? He this can is, attest to this it. This is your fucking time. Because, you know, his team was really, really good. Yeah. In the early to I mean, mid nineties, my team was really, really good in the same time frame, and then had a resurgence. And we've been shit for the last seven years. At some point, everything goes gonna, in cycles. At some point, everybody's going to turn into the eighties, nineties, and the two thousands and two thousand odd Raiders. Yeah, or you know, like the Buccaneers. Yeah, you know, yeah. forever, just an absolute shit team. I think the Buccaneers have the worst uh, winning percentage in the NFL. People don't like winners. History. People don't like winners. Majority of people don't like winners. Well, it's like they like to see. <laughs> yeah, it, they they like to see you win. So you, but, until they're but, like, oh, yeah. that's enough. Yeah, but Not yeah, too now much you won too much. Yeah, and, too much uh, winning yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're tired of winning. We're tired of you winning. <laughs> All right, but listen to this one. So Brady has is in the middle of his biggest football contract ever at twenty five million a year. He signed a 10-year, $375 million agreement with Fox for when he retires. How much? 10-year, $375 million. Most money he'll ever make in his whole life. Right. Even being a, a Super Bowl, multiple Super right. Bowl winning quarterback. And all he's got to do is sit at a desk and say big words. I bet his career earnings through 22 years aren't 375 Well, yeah, they're probably, I don't know. They, Might be breaking even with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be tight. I really, I don't know. Because well, that'd be their... What was his net worth? Two hundred and fifty million, something like that. Yeah. Uh, that much? I Maybe. thought hers was like four hundred. So that's a, what I thought. I thought she was worth twice what he was. Yeah. To, Damn. I mean, together, you know, they're worth. Yeah. A fair yeah. amount. So uh, she's gonna be paying that alimony. The the Giants upset Green Bay at Tottenham Stadium. Little bit of kicky throw, isn't it? <laughs> uh, the I mean, the Giants are now four and one. Yeah. And uh, the pack is three and two, man. Like that's another one of those question mark things. Of course, that was a that was a weird game, and it came down to the very end. Um, r- they were right down there in the red zone. Rogers had a tipped ball. You know, uh, it just it was one of those games. That came is down Rogers, to the last uh, possession. Is Rogers having an off year this year? He doesn't have well, anybody to fucking. I was throw to say, to. if you look at his box score every week, it's yeah. like. Randall Cobb, 45 years old. His favorite target Eight, yeah, now. Yeah, 18 targets. Yeah. Lazard, unproven. <laughs> really, Last year was the number nine receiver on the depth yep. chart. 15 targets. And then all these guys they just drafted. After he spent 20 years complaining, you don't draft any skill position players. Yeah. Finally did. They're each getting two targets a game. Up there at the Kansas City game, uh, MVS and uh, – Devonte Adams was up there having a reunion, you know, yeah. before the game up there, bro, hugging it out and all yeah. that. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah. All of Brady, all of uh, Rogers' quarterbacks are here in Kansas City. <laughs> but yeah. how, another takeaway from that game is, you guys hear Goodell saying he wants to start a European league. Yeah, so I got something didn't, on didn't that. Didn't he already have that? So it's not a European league now. Or a it's conference. a Euro- European Sorry. division. Oh yeah. fuck. Or division. Yes, I said conference. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work. I hey, just don't. One of two teams in London, I think is what he said. Yeah, and one then, in Germany, maybe, uh, which they're going to German, Germany uh, in the next few weeks, maybe next month. I think they're going to Germany and then Monday Night Football in Mexico City. So, I mean, they're trying to expand out there. One of the people on the page said that the, uh, the Daily Mail, I guess, was full of the Chiefs game the next day. He said, so I guess the United Kingdom does pay attention. Mm. While I was there, there was a couple from Liverpool 
I there just, to watch the game. I don't think the logistics would work out. Doesn't It'd be tough, too. dude, because that's what I was thinking, too. The, I mean, I've flown over the Atlantic Ocean before. And I, I feel like it was like at least 14 hours or something stupid from Germany to Dover, Maine. Like that, that's a hell of a disconnect. Yeah, from the rest of the planet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When the planet is the United States and football. Yeah. I mean, why don't we have a team? Let's start small. Uh, Toronto, maybe. Yeah. You know? Montreal, Vancouver. Well, there, there was Toronto's a major fucking city. Oh, there's, yeah. your, yep. there's your uh, North Carolina team. and them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a major city. I don't think I don't know if anybody would take a. A chance on Montreal ever again. Toronto would probably be. Oh, after you know, the Expos? Yeah. The whole thing happened with the Expos, but I don't know. That was more of an ownership problem, I think, than. But Toronto, the Blue Jays have been there for ever. Yeah. That's a major city. Politically, they're starting to get finicky, though, with the whole COVID deal. It was like, oh, if you're not vaccinated, no. you ain't playing here. That would probably be a. That would be the deal breaker. A ma- yeah, but look at how finicky the NFL was as a whole. So there's, uh, I don't think that they would have too many qualms about anything that happened up there. I don't know. Fucking uh, Canada right now is California on steroids when it comes to politics and being woke. So Yeah, for sure. You know, who knows? Anyway, sorry. That's all right. And buttoning it up here, Kansas City over uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, 30 to 29. The fucking Raiders and the Chiefs always play each other, man. I don't give a fuck if one team is a Super Bowl champion. The yep. other one sucks. They're going to play. And I don't know if it's the fans. And it's the team. These people haven't been there. It ain't like the old days when Alzado and them would be there for 15 fucking years and develop a real uh, rivalry. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but they play the shit out of each other. And they played the shit out of them for the first quarter, seventeen to nothing. Yeah, I was pretty much not coming to work the rest of the week. <laughs> you know, I'm, I was I was on an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, but you know, the Chiefs are pretty much the comeback kings. I mean, it's funny they've done it a lot. It's funny you say that because we're sitting there, and I was talking to the lady next to me, and I said, "In the '80s and the '90s, this shit's over. Oh yeah, it's over, seventeen to nothing." As well, Chiefs fans, we still forget that this kid out here likes to play from behind. You're. You're hanging on to Marty Ball still. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a PTSD, you got a little bit of left over there. It's you know? third and seven, you throw for two yards, you yeah. punt. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Wash, rinse, repeat. I don't know, it was a hell of a game. I'm glad I got to go and see, you know, yeah. some shit. But, uh, fuck. Next week's game, it's going to be for real. I'm going to go on the record right now and say Chiefs by four. Third down uh, right now, they're the... Uh, with the uh, with the uh, book, the dogs. They're down by uh, three. Here's a question I wanted to ask you earlier. I got sidetracked. Somebody brought this up to me today. Now that the Chiefs are uh, Chiefs, I'm sorry. Now that the uh, NFL is all in on betting, apparently, because while I was up there, yeah. MGM Grand was just book was flashing around the stadium. They fought that for so long, and now they're all about it. This is fucking Pete Rose needs to go ahead and get in the Hall of Fame now. I'm, I'm done with this bullshit. But anyway. Uh, yeah, but then they uh, who's the guy, that, uh, the receiver, that's suspended for like Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. So somebody brought up the question, do you think they're starting to protect quarterbacks? Because there's a lot of money on the line of some oh, bets, yeah. man. Well, actually, I'd read read an article earlier this week going back to Russell Wilson and his lat that 
He wasn't on the injury report for a lot. He was questionable for a shoulder. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people who bet that game, not realizing it was a lat, who are now absolutely furious. And there supposedly could be some discipline coming to the Broncos organization because they failed to disclose his injury correctly, all stemming from betters. See, there you go. They're already fucking with the mm-hmm. outcome. And like our league, you know, it, it's affected by some of that bullshit because a player can be inactive. And you know he's going to be out for six weeks, but they won't put him on the injured reserve yeah. because yep. they still have access to Dude, him. But it fucks the fantasy guys you, you because the NFL make, won't do it. You need to make your decisions tonight. That way, if you need to pick up somebody that's playing tomorrow night, you know, like I've got a guy that's on injured reserve or questionable, and I haven't seen any any news about him, so I had to drop him and pick up somebody else because I need a player. Right. Yeah. You know, because the guy that I was wanting to pick up potentially is playing on Thursday night. So I yeah, had to I go know. ahead and make the move. Things are getting weird. Anyway, it was a hell of a game. I'm glad I was there. I'd like to go again next year. We'll see what happens. Is Josh McDaniels on the hot seat now? God, he shouldn't I mean, be, would, man. One I mean, and four start. Yeah, that's true. One and four. I wouldn't think about that. Are they like, I don't know. They come out and played the fucking top three fucking team in the NFL, 17 to nothing. I mean, whooping that ass. The fucking Jacobs kid was running all over the place, man. That kid was running all over the place. And uh, what's their fucking uh, defensive end? Uh, Max Crosby. That mm-hmm. dude was fucking. He's a game changer. He yeah. was all over the backfield. Might be the most underrated player in the NFL. Some hellacious neck tats, man. They need some eventual like continuity. And their quarterback doesn't suck. At the I, mean, I give the Faders fans a lot of shit because of the Faders. I'm supposed to, but. Uh, it's not a shit team. It just doesn't no. seem like they can get their shit together. Yeah. That's what I mean, though. Like when you're playing close game after close game after close game after close game, and you're one and four, you got to give uh, him at least one more year, I think. And you were a playoff team last year, and you spent a bunch of money and got better in the off season. Maybe if they would get uh, more money invested in their players instead of Derek Carr's mascara, <laughs> it would uh, go more. I don't know. I heard the ladies up there at the fucking game talking about how pretty his fucking eyes were. Just <laughs> random chicks up there talking about, oh, he's got such pretty eyes. I'm like, what the fuck, man? You guys are talking about how pretty his eyes are? What about his tight ass? Nobody even say anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just whatever. Oh, man. I, don't know, I think Josh McDaniel should be given a little bit longer, too. But Well, he really screwed the pooch in Denver a few years ago, though. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. Well, he was also caught cheating there, so... <sighs> Yeah, and he had it was a bad look too when he had that Colts job and he had basically accepted it and it was a done deal, everything was done but signing the dotted line and then nah, I don't think I'm gonna go there after all. Yeah. Stick it out here in New England. I think he was probably still so where real was that? Where was that he's going? Indianapolis. Yeah, that's Colts. right, that's right. They ended up getting Frank Reich instead. Yeah, it was after Jim Caldwell, right after Jim Caldwell, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so we're a little over an hour. Let's run through next week's real quick yeah, let's and kinda go. like see what's up. I don't know who they are. Well, oh, email. I thought you, you usually have it pulled up. I, yeah, but I didn't bring my fucking sheet with me. <laughs> oh. I just, and I just realized I didn't turn it in. You want me to pull it up? Yeah, I mean, I, my phone's been acting wicked, dude, Talk amongst so. yourselves for a minute. Uh, Fantasy-wise. <laughs> fantasy okay, I got it. I got it pulled okay. up. All right, so uh, on Monday night football. No, sorry. On Thursday night football, it's uh, Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears. Going Commanders. Picking up yep. their second win against... Justin Fields is going to throw the ball nine times, and uh, it's going to be a 12-10 to 10 win. I will also go with the Commanders. Who are they playing? I'm sorry. I was doing something Chicago else. Bears. 
I think I picked the Bears at home. I can't remember. All right. Uh, Baltimore and the New York football Giants. I went with Baltimore. Yep. I'm going to go Giants, staying hot, 5-1. and one. Really? Yeah, I, th- I think I'll go with uh, Baltimore on that one. I think they've got a lot of offense. So. Baltimore's defense, though, is not great. Yeah, no, it's not. That'll probably be a, a shootout game, you would say, anyway. Maybe they'll have uh, – The over is 45, so. Maybe they'll have what's-his-name uh, play defense, too. Uh, New Orleans and Cincinnati. That's Cincinnati. Now, I'm going to go with New Orleans, even though Michael Thomas is questionable, Chris Olave is questionable. Man, uh, I might go back on that and pick Cincinnati just because of all those question marks. Give me Cincy. Jacksonville and Indianapolis. I think it's a bounce-back week for Jacksonville. Yeah, I think I went with Jacksonville as well. Yeah, Minnesota and Miami. Uh, if two is still not going to be back, I'm going to go with Minnesota. Otherwise, that's a real toss-up game. I think I went. With, yeah, I think I did that too. Yeah, I Minnesota's too good to lose to Skylar Thompson. Yeah, for sure. Uh, New England and Cleveland Brownies. What's the best of Browns? <clears throat> nah, give me give me New England. Shot out the highest scoring team in the NFL last week. Yeah, I mean, like, but Belichick is historically good at taking away what you do best. And as the guy who owns Nick Chubb in fantasy football, I can tell you, first, second, third down, they run the football. How many more years has Chubb got left running the way he's running? God, I don't know. He his <clears throat> he'd better hope that when Deshaun comes back, they uh they start throwing the ball a little bit more. He's, he's running a lot like a guy that's got like one year left. So in fantasy, I have the number one and two running backs in the league. I have um, Austin Eckler at number yeah, one. I'm aware of this. Who is a real pass catcher? Doesn't run the ball a whole lot. And Nick Chubb is the exact opposite. Yeah. Just 30 carries a game, give me some points and some tutties, and that's that's what we need. Dude, probably my favorite running back in the league right now, though, Nick Chubb. He seems yeah, old. he's he a seems, man. He seems old school. Yeah, yeah he's he a man. Yeah, he feels like a head-down runner, that's for sure. Uh, New York Jets and Green Bay Packers. Uh, give me the pack. They're playing yeah, at Lambeau. You got to go yeah. with the pack. Bounce yeah. back game. Yeah, I'll go with Green Bay, too. I think maybe uh, the Jets are fluky. I don't think Jermaine Johnson's going to play for the Jets either, and he's a pretty big part of their defense, the ICC alum. Yeah. Uh, the 49ers and the Falcons, they're playing at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Niners. Yeah. Jimmy G's my quarterback now because Dak got hurt, two is dead, I had to go to something, and uh, he was the best available. and He's been performing pretty well. Count on about 220 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, Cordero Patterson is still on the IR, so I'll go with uh, San Francisco. Uh, Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay. Yeah. I'll go Tampa Bay, too, because Pittsburgh just seems like an absolute shit show dumpster fire right now. Can't score. They're secondary. Skeptical. Yeah. Uh, Battle of the Birds. Ah! It's Arizona and Seattle. Seattle. Arizona. Nope. I'm calling it right now. Geno Magic, huh? Yeah, Geno. He's going to pull him within 500, and that's probably where they're going to hover all year, but still. Yeah. the Golly, the over on that thing is 50 and a half points. That's a lot of points. That is a lot of points. Holy hell. For a 5'7 quarterback who plays too many video games, and then Geno Smith. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so Carolina and the LA Rams. Rams. Rams, yeah. 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 Uh, I think Carolina's going to have to start. The Rams are... Donald. Are only favored by ten. If this would have been last season or even the season before, they would have been favored by a lot more than <laughs> is that. Is it in think. Carolina or LA? Is that SoFi? 
So it's not really a home uh, game. I don't know. Sam Darnold going back home to Southern California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'll, <clears throat> I'll go with the Rams just because it seems like the e- easy, obvious choice. I changed my I mean. mind. Give me Carolina. Sam Darnold's mm, really. Damn. Sam Darnold's got a job to win. He's he's gonna he's gonna do something. Mm. Back home. That's I can feel it. It's bold. It's bold as hell. It is. So this is gonna be. An absolute barn burner, dude. Buffalo mm. and Kansas City. The over is 54 on that. And Buffalo is a 2.5 point favorite now. I am going to go home tonight and bet that. And I will take Kansas City. Kansas City by four. Justin, you going to be a homer I mean, on this yeah, one? I cannot be. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not just picking them because they're a division rival, but I got to go with Buffalo because I still think Buffalo is the best team in the league right now. Here's the thing about Buffalo though. It's been two years since they've won a one score game. I talked about this on the podcast last time after they lost to Miami, who I also called that they would lose to because when they play in close games, they cannot figure out how to win. Yeah. They just can't. And if you play a bad team, yeah, you blow them the hell out at this point that I think they have the number one offense and the number, I know they have the number one scoring defense in the league. Yeah. If you can't blow them, if you can't win close games, though, you can't win. I think that's going to be the deciding factor. Is going to be Buffalo's defense in this game. I really, do I don't think. think that Kansas City is the 13 second team they were last year. There definitely is a spark that's missing from Tyreek, but there's also no spark in Miami right now. So you know, but uh, I don't think that the 13 second team they were last year. Mm-hmm. But I'm a homer, so I got to go with them. I hear you, but I think it'll be a hell of a game. It's either going to be a hell of a game or somebody's ass getting blown out. In yeah, close games sure. like this, I like to bet the Chiefs because even if they lose and I lose money, I still win because they lost. And they're <laughs> at home, too. And they're at home. You could at least like bet them to cover or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, two and a half points. That's Yeah. I think they're going to win by four, so I don't – Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll bet it. Yeah. So uh, Dallas and Philadelphia, the over is 42. Uh, Philadelphia is actually favored by six points. That's a pretty big favor, but I'm going to take Dallas in this game. And the reason is because I, I want to see a quarterback controversy, and I want Cooper Rush to remain the starter. And if he goes in, if Cooper Rush goes in and beats the only undefeated team in the NFL, your division rival. It's going to be real hard to change him Before a bye week. Yeah, it's going to have to be. Is it? Or is it the fact that old boys <laughs> making millions and millions and millions of dollars and, really going Oh, away? that's exactly it. If they were both on million-dollar-a-year deals, yeah, I mean, you stick with the hot hand. But you can't pay your backup $42 million a year. You can't. So Dak has been doing these mattress commercials. I don't know if you've seen them, but it's like uh, – it's not purple or anything. It's some it's some mattress company. And I, me and my wife are watching TV. I'm like, holy shit, that guy's a backup quarterback right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, and he's got all this branding and all this money behind him. And I mean, that's like I was saying earlier, it it's making it really hard for a lot of these executives to make these decisions these days. For these, I mean, these GMs are up, up <laughs> against the wall with right. paying these guys all this money like holy shit man what if they were to pull russell wilson and put in ripon i mean yeah you got a 242 million dollar quarterback sitting the bench dude but and that's my exact point with paying all these quarterbacks because there are some quarterbacks in the nfl mahomes is one of them josh allen's one of them yeah and those are probably the only two but those two guys are truly 41 million dollars better than their backup i think that's why it was um it was hard for 
Baltimore to click the safety off and pay Lamar. They right. wanted to give the guy one more year, maybe. Or, hell, who knows? Maybe they'll cut him loose. They could franchise him two more times, though. We could yep. be having the same conversation in two years. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't pay him either. And not because I don't think that he's good, but I wouldn't give him that type of guaranteed money. I think he's susceptible to injury, yeah, not I, because right. he has a history of it, but I always think back of RG3. Yeah, dude. it's a style of play. Yeah. And it sounds bad, but if I was in the Raven spot, I'm going to take the good years that he has left for cheap and then yeah. maybe take my chances. Well, because the, they have like the perfect storm to be successful right now with, with not paying him all that yeah. money. And I so. think if he gets franchised, he's going to be making like $47 million a year, I think is what it's projected to be. And I'm okay with that mm-hmm. because I'm not on the hook long term. I'm probably gonna have to pay you the forty-seven million a year anyway if I sign you. So, I'm yeah, I'd roll the dice. I, I in a couple years ago, I was a real skeptic of his, but watching him this year, he's a, definitely a very, very, very improved passer. Yeah, dude, for sure, he I, really is. Yeah, uh, he, he's really he's impressed me. But still. <laughs> he almost seemed like a wildcat type offense because <laughs> it, it seemed like you know how a lot of quarterbacks there's a risk of run with right. Lamar. It was like, there's a risk of pass. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> it's completely flipped. Yeah. And but, we watched his backup Huntley come in and win a couple of games last yep. year and look really good. Yep, and, Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Yep. And I, I'm looking around and I, he's a guy that I'm saying, you are not $45 million a year better than Huntley. Yeah. So I'm not paying. I'm <laughs> like, I don't know. We'll see what they do the rest of the season, I guess. But I guess back to the Dallas and Philadelphia game. I know I've been beating the drum on Philadelphia, but I'm going to go ahead and pick Dallas in this game just because of the exact same reasons that Brian was just saying. I would love to see another like Tom Brady type thing yeah. happen. Like honestly, if you look side by side, and again, I am not saying Cooper Rush was Tom Brady. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. But the situation, I'm the dynamic. Yeah, you know? the situation is the same. And four weeks in, the results have been the same. So I'd like yeah. to see it. And this league cyclical. Who knows? We could be looking at the next Tom Brady. You could. We'll we'll see. <laughs> there's, here first. Bold there's prediction. nothing I would love more. Brian by has the a way. crystal ball at <laughs> yeah. home. Nothing I'd love more. So, uh, Justin, who'd you say you had in that game? Who was it again? Dallas and Philadelphia. Shit. Philadelphia's five and zero. Oh. Dallas is four and one with Cooper Rush at I, the helm. I probably enjoy watching Dallas lose more than the Faders, so I don't know. But I'm, I'd probably go with Dallas. Okay. And then on Monday Night Football, with somehow having an over of 45 and a half points, you have Denver and the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are favored by only four and a half. I'm pretty sure I picked the Chargers. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers and the under. I mean, unless fucking Russell Wilson just decides to show up and start playing. Actually, I don't know. I forgot about Brandon Staley. (laughs) I'm definitely taking the under in this game. Because the Broncos can't get shit going on offense. I think their uh, defense is going to come in uh, to the rescue again. I'm going to pick uh, Denver by three. If I know Brandon Staley like I think I do, though, it's going to be like 22 to 18 in the fourth. Oh, man, that's a high-scoring game for Denver. It's gonna, I think it's going to be 15 to uh, nine. Could be. <laughs> But he'll have 15 to 12. I mean, he'll have fourth and four on his own 28, and he's going to say, You know what? I'm I like our odds, boys. So it's going to be four out of six primetime games for Denver. We already talked about how many more primetime games this year do they have scheduled? Uh, I believe they got a couple more. I mean, that is fucking unheard of, you know. 
the Chiefs, when they're good, get two or three a year. They put all their eggs in that scheduling basket, man. They thought Russell Wilson was going to be like Peyton was coming to town again. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's, I'm not going to lie. It's fucking embarrassing. Oh, like it's embarrassing. It's, it's tough to watch. There were some 3 and 13 Chiefs years. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about all the hype. I'm talking about exactly what you're talking about, where they're putting them on prime time. We're in the social media age where I all mean, the spicy memes are coming out. A lot of the spicy memes have involved the Broncos and Amazon owing people fucking money. Yeah, exactly. Um, you got the Walmart memes, too, where they're calling him best choice, yeah, not best choice, great value. Yeah, what was it? Uh, Peyton was uh, Omaha Steaks, Omaha and he Steaks. was great value. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough whenever that's you. And a lot of people are calling... Russell Wilson, the biggest poser in the league, calling him the know, biggest poser. poser. I don't, I, I don't know. I think he's a guy that's having a bad year. Yeah, we're only five weeks in, and I know a lot of times it takes takes a while for quarterbacks to develop well, chemistry with receivers. Well, but. so they have a brand new head coach, and I'm just going to bat here for my team. But they got a brand new head coach. They got brand new offensive and defensive coordinators. They got a brand new quarterback. They've had some injuries and, and whatnot mm. they've got a run one of the running backs with a terrible fumbling problem i don't know maybe they'll get together maybe the hell they won't if they go 500 it'll be a it'll be a win or if they go over 500 there's 17 weeks now but if they go nine and eight i'll feel like that's a good season after the way that these weeks have gone i would like to point out something to you brian you're a cowboys okay. fan so you wouldn't recognize what i just saw so I don't really count the Chargers as part of the AFC West. I don't know why the fuck. Them poor bastards, they need to be part of the NFC West. They need to be out there. I don't get it. But a Broncos fan will try to explain why their team sucks right now, okay? I mean, he gave a pretty eloquent ex explanation. A Faders fan will be like, ha, fuck you. Mahomes' wife is ugly. That's it. <laughs> That's all they got. There's, there's a difference. Faders fans are strange, man. I you were getting ready to attack me. Like, no, damn no, it. no. We, we, we've talked about this before as yeah. Chiefs fans. The, the, the Broncos fans, they're different. They're, no, they're not cool either. But the <laughs> Faders fans, they're just strange people. I don't know. They're I, don't, I don't know a whole lot of them. Pragmatic? Prag, I can't say it. Help me out. Pragmatists? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I can't fucking ever get that word out. That's what they are. And we was talking about that today at work. Some guys that are Raiders fans. Generally speaking, a Raiders fan is, oh, everybody here likes that wall? Fuck you. I'm with the door. But I think you say that because they're your rival. No. Yes, come on, man. I'm a Cowboys fan. I hate Eagles fans. Come they're on, the worst. Help me out here. Like, so <laughs> the, the black hole, if you ever look at the black hole and the Raiders fans, that is an all-encompassing microcosm of the entirety of that organization's fans. It just really is their absolute nutcase. Most of their fans aren't even in the region. They are tracked yeah. to yeah. the just – they're the uh, anti-establishment, yeah. you know, whatever you got to rebel against. If James Dean was alive, he would be a Raiders fan. Yeah, and if any of them could read, maybe they would actually see <laughs> some, yes. some of the stuff in the yes. news about their team and be like, oh, well, maybe I should reflect on oh, that a little fuck. bit. Just love, you yeah. know. Love for the if they Raiders. if they weren't in our division, it wouldn't be as bad. If they were in the yeah. NFC West, we wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it just depends because, like I said, I'm a Cowboys fan. To me, 
the two worst fan bases in America are A, the Eagles, because they're uh, arch division rivals. Philly scumbags. Yeah. And B, Chiefs, because I'm in Chiefs country. That's, I was getting ready so to say that. That's I'm all glad, I hear. I'm glad you corrected yeah. the end of it there. Yeah. Well, I mean, for a team, for an organization that wins a Super Bowl oh, every shit. 50 years, oh, you shit. guys just don't stop talking. <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so. I would like to point out also that like the Chiefs fans are like the most boisterous fans, but like you said, we are in Chiefs but, country, so of course that's what we're going to hear right. all the time. But they're funny. Like Alex Smith turned Hell that franchise Hell around. Hell of a man. Hell yeah. turned it he, around. He got if he if we could have stood when he walked in the tunnel every day earlier the, uh, this week. He come yeah. in the tunnel. Yeah, everybody there was like, "Fuck yeah!" There's yeah. not a Chiefs fan that enjoyed watching him no, leave. No, well, my no. You are remembering this wrong. No, I remember how I remembered it. It was a it was a business decision, and I was fucking sad. I would also like to dispute that Kansas City Chiefs fan were wanting to run that guy yeah. out on a rail. Not we me. can't win in the playoffs because Alex Smith sucks. He Not sucks. Me. He sucks. I uh, thought Alex Smith was a hell of a hand. And dude, talk <laughs> talk about a guy that like consistently got screwed over in his career. Yeah, yeah. To right. be well, replaced he, he, by he other found a home. He found a home in Kansas City. I mean. What's the fucking odds? This poor bastard's luck. Yeah. The year before he gets replaced by, come on, arguably one of the best quarterbacks playing right now. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be one of those yeah. homers and say of all time. Yeah. And then the next year he goes to a fucking team and snaps his fucking leg. Yep. I mean, this dude's luck. Well, he went, he went to a, or he started out in a team that, that obviously didn't want him. They replaced him. He got shipped off to another team that replaced See, him. He, he got shipped off to another team, snapped his leg in half, and almost died. He turned San Francisco around, too. Yep. They had the number one pick. They took him. And they bring yeah. in this uh, this shitbag who you know ends up getting replaced by Blaine Gabbert and is over there throwing fits on the sideline. And I'm so. almost positive they would have won that Super Bowl against the Harbaugh, the other Harbaugh brother. With Alex Smith? Yes. With Alex, Alex Smith, Smith. Was, I mean, he, he had a hell of a run there in Kansas City the last two or three years. Yeah, he, he was a, a really good player. He had a fucking career year the last year he played there. Well, people right. will say, well, Kaepernick balled out. Yeah, for how many games, Brian? See, and I don't remember that like that either. I remember in that Super Bowl, he looked like he should have been left. He actually was left-handed. Yeah. But Harbaugh said, no, nah, you got to do it with your right, dude. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got to do it. Nice. Anyway, whatever. And also, my other big thing about Chiefs fans, and this has been real, <laughs> Man, just this is this one's more recent. Bro, did you bring a list? Yeah, no, this has been more recent. But last year, oh, Tyreek Hill's the best receiver in the NFL. So dynamic. I don't know if I ever said that. He's the greatest. There's nobody like him. And you'd be like, well, you know, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson. You name off all these other receivers. Like, these guys are really good. Like, Jamar Chase, we watched take over games mm-hmm. as a rookie. And lead him to a Super Bowl. No, he, he's no Tyreek. He's no Tyreek. And then it's like, hey, Tyreek's going to Miami. Yeah, he wasn't that good. I don't miss him. Yeah, he wasn't that so, good. He wasn't a, that good. He's not a game part of that. All. Part of that was when he left, I had separation anxiety. I'm not going to lie. When I was at work and I found I'm like, whoa, 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 what? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, what's going on? You was there. You saw some of it. But then the problem is he started talking shit. Yeah. That was the thing. He started talking shit. Tua but being the most accurate do? quarterback in the you're league. You're going to get there and say, you know what, man? This guy sucks. I, I messed screwed. up. So, I messed up. So they're the same thing. What's the Chiefs fans going to do? He mm-hmm. leaves. He starts talking shit. Are we just supposed to go, yeah, he's right, man. We all suck. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I mean, no, no it was not. before that. So I would like to address the fact that I'm a Chiefs fan living in the fucking Dallas Cowboys TV market. So yeah. I don't want to hear there any shit from anybody. 
How you about know, this poor bastard over here? He lives in fucking Cowboys Market, <laughs> Secondary Chiefs Market, and all he wants to do is fucking go to the mountains and ride. Is that what you guys' thing is? <laughs> ride it? What's your I'm guys' kind of tired of riding. What's yeah. your guys' thing? It's uh, let's ride. Let's ride. That's yeah. right. That's right. They just want to ride. I get it. That's why I'm kind of, I was pumped that I was going to get to see all these primetime games, and now I'm like, I'm tired of yeah. watching them. <laughs> Take them off. Yeah. No, I got to see uh, uh, Aikman's big-ass forehead at the game. From where I was sitting, I could look up and see uh, Joe Buck, and I could just see the top of Aikman's uh, five head. Yeah. So, you know, that was pretty cool. And I'm not one of those Cowboys fans either that's going to tell you that I like Troy Aikman, because I do not. I appreciate everything you did for the franchise. He's a hell of a team. Listening to him on TV. Uh, combined might, with Joe Buck. He's getting ready to get canceled. Yeah, I just... Oh, for wearing dresses? Told him to... Maybe they'll... What? Maybe they'll take should, off the dresses. Take off the dresses? Yeah. Well, Whatever. Right. The Tom people Tom blinded Brady's by the Fox. fog of woke are yeah. going to try to cancel him. It ain't going to work. People that probably don't even watch football. It ain't going to fucking work. You know why it ain't going to work? Because the people that actually run the NFL know that he's a fucking Terry Bradshaw of the Gen X generation. And he's not going anywhere. Yeah, you know Dude, he's talking. Speaking of Terry Bradshaw, that dude needs to retire. Yeah, he's. What's they he doing they now? let him do the highlights at halftime, and it, dude, it it's almost like they have Lee Corso doing it. It's rough. He's all over the place. Yeah, I mean he's getting people's names wrong. He's getting teams wrong, scores wrong. Well, he's been having fun for a lot of years, man. Yeah, he's, he sounds like what Joe Biden sounded like fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> that's a fair assessment. All over the place, huh? I don't know. All right. So who's in here next week? So Bull. I thought it was Michael. Is it Bull? Is it Oh, Mike, Mike was in here last yeah, week. Mike That's right. He started week. a fire with the papers over there. <laughs> exactly. So it's Bull. Yeah, we need to get a hold of Bull, make sure he's going to be here. All right. Awesome. And everybody's team's going to win, right? So. Awesome. Uh, like I always say, go to the website, wkopodcast.com, and you can also call in like uh, Earl mm-hmm. of the Pipe did. And uh, give us your opinions, and we'll we try to do these on Tuesday. But yesterday, things didn't work out right. I'm old, and I was wore out from being up all night the night before, and we had some other shit going on. Anyway, yeah, that phone number is six two zero six two five zero one four six. Awesome. Uh, see you next week. Goodbye.